0: welcome back we hit a 20 to 1 last week you're here live there's no more camera shake we fixed that issue uh
1: cousin give me an intro i want to start the show strong i want to finish it strong let's go We're starting strong. We're starting long. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get in anything, like, comment, subscribe, uh, you know, ring the bell. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Keep the rhythm going. It's been one hell of a year. Cousin, let's get into the NBA quickly, quickly. Lakers win the season tourney. Was that exciting to you or no? Uh, Unfortunately,
0: no. I mean... I don't. I don't think the NBA. The NBA. What they needed to do was make it more important for the winner. Like the winner gets an automatic one seed, or something, or make it instead more of the 500 of a thing. G. Yeah, like I'm cool with the 500 G, but we don't care about the 500,000 as the people. The players cared about the money, but like we didn't care. But all I'm gonna say is, is whatever. On I think the
1: 500 G. 500G- should stay. Mm -hmm. But I do agree with you because you get a lot of these guys who are making 45 million a year. And on, on any given night, you got to think about, does it go through their. This is the discussion. A lot of people were having. I'm listening. Is it going to go through this superstar's head to really go out there and penetrate the floor and do everything that they could do for an extra nickel? No,
0: but the, the two way guys that are getting paid 500,000 for them, it doubles their money. Yeah. They care.
1: Zion put down the happy meal young man what do you think about Zion Williamson cousin people are calling him fat a a lot of people are saying a lot of nasty things about him I don't like that
0: I don't like the word fat being tossed around especially at a guy that's as explosive as him Um, I do know that there is a weight clause in his contract and I just worry about him forfeiting some money if he doesn't figure out how to save his weight issue
1: Yeah, I'm not going to use the word fat just not Okay, so some people, uh, Stephen A. Smith, some very, very high level people in the industry are calling him fat. I do not agree with I, calling him fat. However, I am upset with him. Why? Because for me, you are a professional athlete. You've been given a gift. This is his job. By God, yeah. This is your job. You need to do what's right. You need to put the time in. You need to put the effort in. You need to put the energy in to make sure that your body is tip. I wonder shape. how it
0: got to this point. He must have been like feel they must have seen him like struggling running up and down the court.
1: Yeah, well, I think this is a lo- here's the other thing. I think this is a long time coming. No, this yeah, exactly. This is a long discussion. You kind of seen a little bit of a weight cut type issue with Duke and then hey, is his draft stock going to fall down? He's getting kind of heavy, he's not yeah. watching his weight. But hey, uh, Something you got to, to do this.
0: Something to watch. The real story, if you want my opinion this week is Draymond Green pretty much just Punching someone for no reason. Now, I'm going to be a little controversial here. You might not like the way Draymond Green plays the game. Neither do I. (laughs) But there was a time where the NBA was like this every single game. So I've said he is a great player born to a wrong error. Like he should have been a 90s player, period. He's 20, 30 years late. He, that's where he should have been. What do you think about the situation?
1: I honestly think that if he played in the '90s, he would do less than half of the 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 shots he pulls now. I think he would have done back then. I think a lot of those guys would sauce him up in the paint. For sure, he wouldn't know what the hell to do with himself. I, I think agree that's with that. why he's doing spinning, you know, backhand fists to guys like Nurkic. I'll promise you this:
0: in the '90s, if you did that that backhand thing, it's a full
1: out. Fist Barkley would Barkley would have beat his ass. Barkley's like 6'6". He would have whooped Draymond's ass if he threw a spinning Back thing. Punt, yeah. uh, Shaq would have just absolutely abused him underneath with elbows oh, and yeah. just all of the above.
0: It's interesting. I, he got suspended indefinitely. I don't know if I agree with the indefinite part, but I do think this is a great way for the Warriors just to kind of chalk the season because the more and more I watch them, the more and more I realize I said they weren't going to be good, but I didn't realize they were not going to be... or I didn't realize they were going to be this bad. You know, they they are they didn't play Clay Thompson yesterday at all in the fourth they're quarter. They're bad right now. He barely played the fourth quarter. Yeah,
1: there's something definitely going on. Uh the the minute management of as you and I talked about, especially in crunch time in a late game against a team you haven't been able to beat all year, and some of the guys that were on the floor just was were kind of uncanny to be out there. You know where
0: Clay would fit in great? Where do you think? Los Angeles Lakers.
1: Yeah, he would. Because he could just camp out and on the shoot perimeter. threes and play D. Yeah.
0: Like, that'd be the heaven for him.
1: Yeah. You know another team that I would like to see Klay Thompson on? The New York Knicks? The Sacramento Kings. Ooh, uh, that's interesting. I think he's too slow for them. I don't think he could handle the pace. That that could be true.
0: The pace, I think it's too fast for him. That's why I think the Knicks would be a great place, because that's another place that, like, the hey. The Knicks
1: need a guy who could spot up in the corner.
0: Brunson's going to do all the fucking work. You just stand around and get open. Yeah. And he could do that. All right. Uh, Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. Cool. Are you underwhelmed? Yeah, I'm underwhelmed.
1: I, I'm Was not... this the most underwhelming Heisman year?
0: Uh, yeah, and I think that they stretched the Heisman show out too long, and it could be five minute show. I mean, I just, I'm very underwhelmed. <laughs> God bless. I, I'm jealous. Like, I would never even get close to even qualifying for the Heisman. I wouldn't even make a college uh, football team. Okay, I'm being completely upfront, but I'll tell you this: I, I don't think his future in the NFL is even going to be remotely good. So, I guess wait, hey, you know what though? Prove me wrong,
1: cuz everyone's comparing you to Lamar Jackson. I just don't see it. Yeah. So, the Lamar Jackson thing, I definitely do not see. I don't see it. Especially because he's in a spread offense at LSU, a school that is in the SEC. So, you know, props to him, shout out to him for being able to use his legs and for obviously uh having just uh, a remarkable season with his arm as well. But I don't see that game of his transitioning to the NFL the way he's playing right now. I'm not saying I don't think he could be good. I do think he has really good arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way he's playing, he's going to have to switch that up a little bit because Agreed. he's kind of got free reign over there. Mm-hmm. And that's not a winning football team.
0: I, I couldn't agree
1: more. And the Heisman used to be so focused on winning. Do you remember that? That Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, some of the guys that were up there, we're like, that was the other thing. The discussion was like, oh, Michael Penix could win this thing because he's in the final four.
0: Yeah. I. If you want my honest to God opinion, we got to change it. There's got to be a quarterback award and there's got to be a player award. Yeah. I, I just, I, it's just like the NFL. Especially because
1: Marvin was the best guy up there.
0: Mar- Marvin, I, I, who's got the highest potential in their lifetime? I think we could all agree it's Marvin Harrison. Right. Um, okay. We're going to talk NFL now. We're not going to get into games yet, but we're just going to. Gonna poke around, talk about some hot topics, kind of ping pong back and forth. Um, you asked me this before the show. You said, "Marco, who is Tua without Tyreek
1: Hill?" I, I said asked Twitter. I asked I everybody. Said, Tim Tebow. He's two o without Tyreek. I have been saying it for so long. Yeah,
0: Tim Tebow. Just you know, Tim
1: Tebow, a lefty who cannot throw that great. It's it, it, to be honest with you here. Tua showed exactly why I have been telling you guys all along. Tyreek makes Tua not the other way around. Tyreek gets open immediately. Tua has a stat. He gets the ball out of his hand the quickest in the NFL. He might have did that in the first quarter. Tyreek came out of that game. He held onto the ball the entire sacked night, Tyreek comes back in for two drives consecutively. He hits him for like sixty something yards on one of. The, I mean, it is so transparent that without Tyreek out there, Tua simply lost. He'd run around in circles and get sacked. I agree with that. Put I, him on the Bears. That's what uh, I say. Put Tua on the Bears and then tell me you don't like Justin Fields. Oh God, please don't even get me started. Uh, Justin Fields
0: on the Miami Dolphins wins the Super Bowl this year, not a <laughs> doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, you heard that.
1: Facts. You heard it. Yeah. Um, what did Rick Patino say? Rick Pitino says that his struggling team just needs a little of the Italian luck of Tommy DeVito.
0: St. John's needs a little Italian,
1: huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what your team needs. Some shooting, buddy. Uh, that, <laughs> you need a shooter. and it harder, be a- hey, It's harder to get some recruits, you know, when you're not hiring you know, hanging out with the What's, stars. What
0: happened? What happened? <laughs> Things used to be easy. No, honestly, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, he just needs a little spark. Uh, speaking of uh, Tommy DeVito, uh, <laughs> he won NFC Player of the Week. Not only did he win NFC Player of the Week, he closed out my 20-to-1 parlay stress-free. Um, Barkley almost ruined it for me, though. Oh. That, oh, my God. I was freaking out. I was like, all I could see is just somehow like a
1: Worst case scenario. Sometimes when Barkley runs, I think that he thinks he's in a movie. You know, like what the guy those football movies when the he, guy starts going in like slow motion and so he takes hard. over.
0: He runs so hard. You know, he's only re- he f- does three he times hard. in his career.
1: But he does those moves and like he it's like he, he thinks he's like And you remember that Mike Vick commercial yes. when we were kids when yes. he like made fifteen guys miss? Yes. Yeah, it's like I think he thinks he's in that movie.
0: I will tell you Saquon Barkley is arguably best running back in the NFL.
1: He's a dog. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Especially because the other teams know that he's getting the ball.
0: And they still can't stop him. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, okay. This has been my most frustrating thing in football media this week. Uh, Cam Newton, and I get it, you're trying to stay relevant, came out and said that Dak, Purdy, Tua, and Jared Goff are all game managers and none of them should be considered for MVP. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I can I will I will back you up and say okay fine you said it about Tua you said it about Purdy and you said it about Goff fine fine yep you can't say that about Dak Prescott
1: that's ridiculous It is so ridiculous. As I mentioned before, you cannot say the leading touchdown thrower in the NFL and a guy who's putting up 270 yards a game passing is a game manager. Also, system quarterbacks don't get sacked 47,000
0: times (laughs) because Dak just gets sacked all the time because he's just holding on to the ball that much. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, that just frustrates me because I get it. Cam Newton. I mean, he was elite, he was elite, and he was elite in college, and he was elite in the NFL. And I think he sparked a whole generation of new type of quarterbacks. My opinion.
1: Yeah, and 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 the funniest part about it is the year that they did go to the Super Bowl. Uh huh. He was game managing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For he sure. He was
1: throwing for you know subpar two hundred and rushing for fifty, sixty, well, you, and you know Luke Keekly and Jonathan Thomas Stewart Davis, and, was running the ball. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is these guys from the past, the fact that they attack MVP candidates is is bizarre to me. Attack other people. I'm
0: with you there. Um, So I'm not familiar with what's going on here, but you're saying that Bill Bell is reportedly on the hot seat uh, since the game against the Colts. Uh, explain
1: that. Bella, Belichick's in trouble? So my mind is in a very weird spot. I don't know
0: anything about this story. Overseas, they came up to a decision.
1: Right, so he gets this ex- extension for whatever reason. There's obviously a reason behind it. Yeah. I, I, I really don't know. I'll be honest with you guys. Because they gave him an extension. Right, and then, uh, supposedly, after the loss to Indian and Germany, uh, that is when Robert yeah, it's, Kraft it's, it's his made fault, up his mind. It's his fault that that loser threw the ball 15 yards short it's just unbelievable
0: I mean Matt Jones costing Bill Belichick but the one thing I could
1: say as a guy who has really watched the Patriots over the years as a major Tom Brady guy the one thing I could say that this year amongst any year even including last year which wasn't a great season you can see the look on Bill's face that he just simply like doesn't care when they lose he's like all right we lost Fuck this. Like, this team sucks. Yeah. Um, And we're bad, and I expected us to lose, and we did, and that's that. But the reason I wanted to talk about this most, I want to get your opinion on this. Talk to me. Before Tom Brady. Yeah. Bill Belichick was a losing coach with a losing record. Fine. Tom Brady uh, instilled the Patriot culture. Uh, They went on to win, obviously, a million Super Bowls, and, you know, there were some great guys drafted and this, this, and that. Okay, I'm ready to go. Tom talk Brady about it. left. Yeah. He went to the Bucks. He made Bruce Arian look like Bill Belichick. He won the Super Bowl again. Bill Belichick hasn't sniffed a playoff since. Uh-huh. People said that Tom Brady uh was a product of Bill Bell. Do you feel that Bill is a product of Tom?
0: Okay. Very controversial topic. No. I think it was the perfect situation where the perfect player met the perfect coach. And then that perfect player left for another f- place that knew how, exactly what he needed to do. He did. in the next place. So Arians is like, just do exactly what you know how to do already. Like, I want you to understand Bruce Arians might've been the coach, but Tom Brady was the assistant coach in Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. So, and I want you to know, you, you don't think Tom's got all of Bill's knowledge now? Bruce no. Arians was also good before. Great. Yeah. Great. So I just think that, I think what Bill's going through is is tragic because I think he's like, I don't understand how you didn't make that throw. For years, I never had to worry about that. For years, I just saw the ball go over the linebacker's head. Right. And it was wide open. Like, it's wide open. You didn't have to do anything but lift it over one guy. And you're an NFL quarterback. Like, I know high schoolers that make that throw. So I think he's just struggling with, you know, very average to mid people now. And that's And hard. listen,
1: that's a good point because Josh McDaniels went to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, he's not even in the league. (laughs) He got fired. He's out of the league. Probably, as I told you guys before, won't even be back in the league. And he made it to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean that's that's just say that's all I got to say there.
0: Um, Okay, I'm shook by this, and I had to research it 14 times before we started the show. The Vikings are going to start Nick Mullins instead of Josh
1: Dobbs. (sighs) They gave our guy Dobbs the boot.
0: Why? One bad game?
1: I just you know. Uh, as, I, as I gave you guys last week, Vikings minus two and a half, and they won 3-0. Talk, talk, talk your shit. Uh, say whatever you want. They won 3-0. But that's just it. They won 3-0. Uh, the team had no life with with our guy Dobbsy in there. Uh, Nick Mullins came in, moved the ball a little bit, gave him some life. Uh, showed some promise, gave him some energy, gave him some life. Uh, interested to see how he plays. I always thought he had a, a, a little bit of a glimmer of talent uh, in those years that he backed up San Fran. Oh
0: my God, what
1: glimmer? I thought when he backed up San Fran, he had a little bit of a glimmer of talent. Here's the thing about and San the system? Fran. Yeah, it was <laughs> a system. It was a system. Exactly. But he does have the jet back again this week. He got hurt. Came out of the last game, back in this game. So we'll see how he does. I think he's going to rely heavily on him. And uh, that's going to be a close game.
0: That's interesting. All right, Mahomes calls out the refs, all the stress. I I don't know. All I'm going to say is is when you're used to kind of winning all the time and you start not winning, you start to freak out. And, you know, I, I watched Tom Brady go through it at one point. So to me it doesn't phase me. Like let him get motivated however he wants to do it. It
1: doesn't phase me that he went off at the refs. It does phase me the way he handled Josh Allen at the fifty yard line of that game. I don't know if you've seen that. Did you I see did. that?
0: I did. He he, he Josh like, These refs are bullshit.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. just shake his hand and go. Say good game and then go in the locker room and tell the other 52 guys that you got fucked by the refs. But don't tell the quarterback you just played, who's been playing his hard out all year, who you've had numerous battles against. Don't be that sore sport at the
0: 50. I agree with that. There was a minute left, so we all know the history between those two teams. My guess is is Josh Allen would have just drove downfield and scored on you anyways. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Josh Allen, they're plus 100 to make the playoffs now. They were plus 210
1: a couple weeks ago. What do you think about this? Seven and six. Uh, Are they striding? They have to be striding, and they have to stride right into this week because they have a tough, tough Dallas Cowboy team who's playing with high, high confidence. Uh, you know, coming into this game. So, the bottom line for me is it's now or never for the Bills.
0: I do agree. I do agree with that.
1: They, they here. They also have went through the gauntlet as you and i spoke about before today mm-hmm. earlier uh they've played K- uh they've played kc they've had a bye they've played philly now they're playing the cowboys uh the road is just not getting any easier for them yeah. and if they do win this game it's going to inject very big life into that team well ugh.
0: good luck <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> it's going to be a long road. Um, we're going go to go through a couple teams. Broncos and Falcons. One's plus 130 to make the playoffs. One's plus 140 to make the playoffs. What are your feelings on these two teams? Which one do you like more to go? If you had to pick one, which one do you pick? <sighs> if you had to pick one team to go to the playoffs, plus 130, plus 140, Broncos or Falcons?
1: I would pick the Broncos.
0: Okay. I'm with you there. Uh, Dallas and Philly, both 10-3 and 3 in their, uh, their current uh records uh the cowboys currently they hold the tiebreak?
1: they do they do they hold the tiebreaker
0: so dallas's remaining schedule is buffalo miami detroit washington seattle's is seattle giants
1: az giants
0: az giants whoa a lot yeah. easier schedule down in philly
1: gonna hit the giants twice uh philly plus az Probably the worst team in the league aside from uh Carolina and then Seattle, who you just never know, uh a lottery type game. But for for me it's Dallas, uh, against this against this Buffalo team that's just kind of surging. Uh, but then they play Miami, Detroit, Washington. Things are gonna get interesting. The reason that I really focus on this stuff is because you have two unbelievable ten and three football teams. Uh, you really do, and it's a shame that one of them is gonna play in a do or die wild card game for their while, you know, some team in the NFC South, whether it be Atlanta or the Bucks, who are going to win, you know, eight or eight, maybe nine games this year, if they're lucky entirely. And they're going to have uh, to
0: face them. For some reason, I could just see Philly. And they're going to win their division. I could see Philly facing
1: the Saints. At the Saints. At the Saints. I could see that. That's what I'm saying, though. It's crazy. Like these teams we talk about all year and joke around about. They're going to get the home field advantage because they won the NFC South. They're going to say, "Hey, you're the wild card team and I won the south." Do you south. think they should fix it? Come the, on, over. You think here? they
0: should fix it where the best records are at the top no matter 100%, what the division is? 100%. Okay.
1: There's no way. There's no way there was that a year. Philly or Dallas should be on the road in the first week of the playoffs.
0: I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. We're on the same page.
1: <laughs> I got gotcha.
0: you. Um, I don't want to talk about Dak MVP. I mean, we can, uh, but if they play in the wild card, does that play into
1: him winning the MVP? That's what I'm saying. Is he going to have to win the division? Is Brock Purdy going to surpass him because he is going to win the division, but he's also in a division that doesn't have the Eagles. It has the Rams and the Seahawks and the Cardinals. There's another kind of flawed thing about winning in the MVP race. That's kind of why I want to talk about that. But Cousin, now is the time to talk about the Bears. Are the Bears catching fire? And what does that mean for Justin Fields' longevity future in Chicago.
0: Okay, uh, if the Chicago Bears <laughs> win out, they can go to the playoffs.
1: Dub <laughs> <laughs> Bears, he just did, he nine, gave you Dub Bears segment nine,
0: nine and eight. If we if they go to if they go to uh, if they win all the games, they go to the playoffs. And to me, that's absolutely just terrifying. Can you imagine <laughs> the Bears being in the playoffs? Can you imagine the energy that I'd have?
1: Big energy. First of all, big energy. And second of all, this is obviously speculation, but if the Bears make it to the playoffs, I would not want to be the first team they play. No,
0: and I'll tell you this. They're plus three, thirty <laughs> They're plus 30,000 to win the Super Bowl. That means if I just do a $10,000 bet on them, they could win $3 million. I just, I might have to do it.
1: First of all, I got news for you guys. Whenever you see them do a little smirk like that, like a seven-year-old <laughs> who <laughs> who just got an ice cream cone, uh, you know for sure he's sprinkling that 10 to win three. It's even not if, even... Even
0: if it's five grand to win 1.5, it's my team, you know? It's like a, it's a beauty. A, you ever just love someone even though they don't love you back? That's how the Bears relationship <laughs> is with me. All right, let's talk games. Let's get into this. Let's knock these out. We got shit to do. I want to play Call of Duty. I want to make love to my wife. Okay. Um, we got tomorrow, Thursday night football, Chargers, no... Oh my God. No Justin Herbert. No Keenan Allen on the road. Easton stick said quote for quote. I know that the NFL is not North Dakota state, but I'm used to winning. Okay. Well, Easton, (laughs) this is your chance. They're only a three point dog at the Raiders. Um, The Raiders are minus three. Both teams are five and eight. Both teams are completely irrelevant. Does not matter who wins this game. I personally want nothing to do with this game. What about you?
1: Uh, A comment like that. I just want to ask you, um does Max Crosby play uh d1 a no. because tomorrow night live uh from sin City that's what you're gonna get
0: I would love to know what this the, the that's sack, what you're gonna get I wonder what the sack totals are because if you just took each team to get two sacks you're definitely gonna hit that total that's a
1: that's a really good that, hey, that's a really good suggestion cousin I just Just saying. I kind of like that. I just kind of think it's a good bet. That guy's definitely going to be trying to make plays. Yeah. uh, Especially with an attitude like that going into a Thursday night primetime game. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, next game we're going to talk about is Vikings at the Bengals. I personally, I lean Bengals. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I do lean Bengals in this one, and I'm going to tell you why. Nick Mullins on the road is just weird. I just, I'm not against it, and and I'm not doubting it. But I just I, I'll take I'll I'll take my Bengals over the Vikings with Nick Mullins,
1: personally. Yeah. I am not gonna touch this game. The reason being is that the Bengals are very well coached. Do you have a lean? I would honestly Gun add, to your head lean. Because
0: I, I I'm leaning Bengals. Do you lean Vikings? I don't. You don't? Okay. So you just you lean Bengals. I think because here's the thing
1: take Joe Burrow out of the equation, which obviously we all have. Yeah the Bengals still have some really good guys out there. Yeah, Their talent level is serious. Yeah. On defense, they have some really good guys. On offense, I don't care who's throwing the ball. There's some fucking awesome guys that could go up and get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Browning looks good. Browning does look good. Uh,
0: Next game we're going to talk about is uh, these these are Saturday games now. The Vikings was, and now this one is as well. Steelers, Colts. This is one of my favorite games of the week. I am on the Steelers here, plus one and a half. I realize the Colts are good, and I'm not discounting their ability, but I think that this is the week that the Steelers put together an offense that makes sense. I I wouldn't be surprised if some points are scored. The over-under is 42 and a half, which is high for a game like this. I like the Steelers plus one and a hooker. It's definitely going to be in my parlay for the week. There you go. What about you?
1: Yeah, the high over under does scare me a little bit, uh, especially the way that the Steelers play offensively. So, you know, it does sound like they may have a coming out party on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, But other than that, I think their defense is going to win them this game. I personally am not going to bet them, but I do lean on the Steelers. Cool.
0: Um, Broncos at the lions this is a saturday night game i find this to be very interesting because one thing we did talk about before the show is is the broncos do struggle to run the uh, to stop the run and the lions love to run this is a no bet for me for anthony though
1: yeah guys i tell you every week about how i feel about Jared Goff's performance based on the D that he's going up against, because he is a system QB. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I always mention, he loves to get the run game going because it then sets up play action where he thrives most. I see that happening in this game. Broncos come in with the 31st ranked rush D. Uh, they cannot stop the run. Uh, they they the, the the way that they played against the Bills when we had uh, bet that game, and then the way that they played against uh, who did they give up rushing yards to? The Vikings yep. when we had bet that. That game. Uh, so yeah, I think the Lions get back to winning this week. They have looked terrible for for the last four weeks in a row.
0: I'm going to give you my next one. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. It's very simple. It's going to be the Texans versus the Titans. The Titans with the ginormous biggest upset of the year at plus 600. They were plus 650 in some places. Um, they're minus three against the Texans.
1: Did you see what they were live with like three minutes to go in the game, down fourteen. What was it? I don't know.
0: It had to be forty to one. <sighs> had to be four to th- plus four thousand.
1: That game was. a I had. A, I'm still pulling the the rest of the yeah. sword out of my heart.
0: Um. Okay. I am on the Titans money line. I like the Titans money line. I think they get this win. I get that the Texans have been a wonderful story, but I just think the story's over. I just. I just do. What do you think? You? The story's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the story kind of ran its course when they lost Tank Dell. I think you could see in the weeks prior to that, Tank Dell was absolutely electric for CJ, uh, a go-to guy, especially in some really, really big third down uh, situations this year. But yeah, I think the Titans are unbelievably coached. I can't say enough good things about Vrabel. I find him to be awesome.
0: Next game we're going to talk about is Bears versus the Browns. Anybody that's watched my show over the last couple of years knows I never go against my Bears, and I normally I'll tell you when I'm on them or not. I am on the Bears here. Plus three. It's a homer pick. You do not need to take it. This is my heart. This is not my head. Stay off me. <laughs> Leave me alone if they lose, okay? I'm trying to go to the
1: playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I took the Bears for maybe like the first time ever in the history of this show. I told you guys to take the Bears. Uh, I am a homer also. I, I have to stay with the Bears this week. I see them stopping the run and putting the game in Joey Flacco's hands. I
0: like Flacco, but I think he takes the L this week.
1: <laughs> um, ripping it away from Next
0: me. game we're going to talk about is Buccaneers at the Packers. I have absolutely no lean, but my
1: cousin does. Take over. I'll take the Packers on the ML in this game. I like the Packers on the ML. The Packers are in a must-win scenario. So are the Buccaneers, but the Packers just lost a game that I don't think they expected to lose. They're playing for a lot this week. Jordan Love, you're my boy. Take over. Thank you.
0: You're not wrong about that. Uh, a game that I would some consider the game of the week is, uh, you know what? We're going to wait for that one. I want to save that. Okay. All right, we're going to save that. Okay. I want that to go into the 3 p.m. Yeah, m. talk slate. about
1: this shit game. The
0: Jets versus the Dolphins. <laughs> Eileen, Jets, plus unadjusted line, Jets plus 10. But I am not going to bet this game, and I'm going to tell you why. Because absolutely anything could happen. Like, the Dolphins could fix all their issues and score t- 42 points, and h and can somehow run for 150 yards. Or they could, like, stutter through the game, and then the jets could win and then the narrative is going to be all over media that Aaron Rodgers is coming back and everything's going to be great. So I just don't want anything to do with this game and neither should you.
1: Yeah, uh this game is very volatile. However, there's something that's telling me that I do like the jets plus the points and what that something is is the over under 37 and a half for a Miami team that could put 37 up by themselves God, the which they I, have many times this the year. The
0: more I talk about it, the more I just want to be a psychopath.
1: With the Jets, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. That over-under is scary because that over-under tells me that Miami is not going to do whatever they want to do offensively against the Jets. I've mentioned it before. The Jets come into this game with a really, really good secondary, a team that ranks top 10 against the pass. Uh, man, I, I don't know. Is Tyreek's ankle, is it? Is it on the outs? Is it so-so? They played on Monday. This game's on Sunday. Uh, a short week of rest. Fuck it. I'm taking the Jets plus 10.
0: I'll take the Jets plus 10. Let's go.
1: You
0: know what? I, and people could fucking, you're gonna insult me. This is a balls pick, okay? Because I got big, bigger balls than everybody else you watch. I'm gonna take the Jets plus 10, and I'm gonna take a money line too. Fuck you.
1: Oh, he hit him on the money line. I talked him right into the money I did. line. The more I talk about ah, it. Woo! Like the- I'll tell you what, that's a cubby, that's a cuzzy collaboration, Jets plus 10, and cousins got the Jets on the ML. I'm telling you right now, I spoke that into existence. I hope to God you hit that bitch.
0: You he you might cost me a lot of
1: money, but. <laughs> (laughs) But you know what? he will smile, and it'll make me feel worse. Um, (laughs) Didn't I say a lot of things, though, that make sense?
0: The over-under is what triggers me to say, I'll take 10 and the ML because anything can happen. Right. Um, Next game is the weirdest line of the week is Chiefs at the Patriots. Chiefs are minus 7.5. It was 8.5 earlier. It's 7.5 now. Uh, Belichick's getting fired, but that also means he's got nothing to lose. (sighs) I want nothing to do with this game. God bless America. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, man. I want to take the Chiefs so bad. I already know Mahomes is going to be doing that thing where as soon as the ball leaves his hands, he's going to be pointing at the back judge. Uh, They're going to be throwing flags all over the place. I'm going to stay away from it because I'm a Patriots guy by heart, by by nature, but, uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win.
0: Uh, Well, I want nothing
1: to do with it. That line hurts.
0: Giants, Tommy D. Tommy Cutlets, (laughs) guy's getting paid right now, okay? He's the hottest thing in New York. Um, The hotels are giving him rooms for free because they know he lives with his parents. Uh, (laughs) The Giants are playing the Saints. The show is over, though, in my opinion. Um, I would tell him and his agent the same thing. I think that the the train is over, and I think they're about to hit a buzzsaw in New Orleans, and I think New Orleans is going to take their head off.
1: If the Giants were at home, I would... Honestly, put an uncomfortable, for my personal self, wager on the Giants. However, I agree with you. They're on the road. The Saints are about 500 times better on the road. Uh, Dennis Allen, their coach, is going to scheme up as many blitzes as possible against Tommy DeVito, trying to make him as as uncomfortable as possible. I like the Saints in this game.
0: And I think the Saints' current line is minus 5.5 and minus... Yeah, 275. So I'm on the money line here, and I'm on the minus the five and a half. So there's what I'm on with the Saints game. Uh, Next game is Falcons at the Panthers. Uh, I'm on the Panthers plus three. I just don't believe in the Falcons. You already know what I think about this team. I think they're poverty. I hate their quarterback play. Um, And the the fact that the Panthers are the worst team in the league and they're getting only three points, it just tells me that – This game can go any direction, and I'll just take the team with points.
1: Roll out the caution tape over under 34. This game will not be exciting. This game will not be glorious, and I don't know who's going to win.
0: Don't bring your kids. They'll be bored. (laughs) Um, Commanders at the Rams. The line six and a half. You already know the rules. I got to take Commanders plus six and a half. I have to. If you don't know who I am, I take every line that is plus six and a half. People that already watch me, they know. I always take plus six and a half. That's what I have to do.
1: I think the Rams win this game. Do I think they cover six and a half? Not quite sure. Uh, I lean Rams. However, uh, I will not be betting them.
0: You lean, I, you lean Rams money line?
1: Oh, I'm 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 going to be on the Rams money line. Okay, yeah, I'm on 100%. the
0: Commanders plus six and a hooker. Um, 49ers at the Cardinals. No opinions here. I will tell you this right now: the Niners struggle when a quarterback can run around like a psychopath but I'm not betting it. So, because I, I do think the Niners are absolutely elite, but the Cardinals have shown me that they can stay in games that they shouldn't be in, and the team is, like,
1: kind of playing good right now. I They're playing competitive. They're playing competitive. Real quick, back to that Rams-Commanders game. I just want to let you guys know, on second thought, I really like the over in that game. You do? Yeah. I think like Sam Howell's going to rip it. I think, I told you before the show, I think Stafford's going to absolutely rip it. And I know for sure Vegas, you're trying to scare people with 50 and a half uh, coming from the Commanders, so I like it even more.
0: Oh, yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they hit 60 points in that game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That game's like a 34-31 final to me. Rams.
0: Funny, that was the almost the score of the game the Rams just played. 36, oh, 37, that's right. 31. That's right. Um <laughs> but yeah, I've got no opinion on this Niners game. I don't do you do you have anything on that?
1: No, Niners. that spread is way too high. It's a divisional game. I'm the, I don't like that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, gun to my head, Arizona plus 14, but I'm out. Um, Ravens at the Jags. I do have a pick here. I think the Jags bounce back, they get a win, they go to nine and six. The Ravens go to ten and four. Absolutely nothing happens to them because they have a little bit of a cushion now. That's my opinion there. I do think the Jags need this win, though. They need this win. This is an important game.
1: Yeah, the life got sucked out of the Jags on that Thursday night game a week ago. Yeah. Uh, Then they kind of just stumbled again. uh, Didn't play well. It was a tough opponent. I do see them getting back on track against the Ravens. This is the
0: bounce back. I think
1: that everybody and their mother is going to be on the Ravens minus three at a struggling Jags.
0: You guys, I'm going to let you guys know right now, you can call this my game of the week. I love it. Plus three and money line. Book it.
1: Wow. You have it right there. That's his game of the week. Plus three and ML Duval. Yeah. Duval County. (laughs) Uh, Last (laughs) game
0: we're going to discuss right now is Eagles at the Seahawks. Eagles fans, guess what? Not touching it. You're welcome. Go get the win. I'm not going to touch <laughs> it. Because I want to tell you something. That's a weird line. <laughs> Don't tell me, Eagles fans, you're not scared. Don't tell me you're not looking at that line like this. Hey, hey, cuzzy, pass the Philly cheese. Why the fuck are we only minus
1: four <laughs> against this team, huh? Hey, are we getting Big Dom back on the sidelines for some support? Yeah, hey, no- listen, I know for a fact the Eagles coaching staff is saying, well, we just got pounded by Dallas and well the seahawks just played dallas on the road, down to the wire. What were they doing? Let's look at the tape. Let's run the tape back. Let's see what we can put together. I think it's going to be a very close game. I do think the Eagles are going to win.
0: And the over-under is 47 and a half. That's a high over-under for a primetime game.
1: Sounds like Eugenio in primetime. Just
0: going to say, very weird game, (laughs) careful. Uh, Guys, I gave you game of the week. I gave you all these different things. It's time for me to give you a parlay and then say, Adiós, adiós, amigos.
1: Hey, while you give a parlay, here's what I'm gonna do, as I always do. You're I only, slice it. Yeah, I only slice it thin. You guys know I only slice it thin, so make sure you sharpen your blades. Make sure you get ready. Make sure you start really precisely slicing this thing. Listen, the prosciutto pounder of the week, as I always tell you guys, if you're gonna slice it, only slice it thin. It's gonna be Detroit on the ML, the Chiefs on the ML, the Saints on the ML, the Rams. On the ML, and last but not least, the Jags plus seven Duval, slice it, slice it thin. That's your pounder of the week.
0: Um, all right. I last week I did it nice and calm for you. It was twenty to one. This week I'm going to put something together that's a little bit more ballsy, but I also want to be smart. So I'm going to erase some of the games that, in my opinion, are just kind of, not scary, but like I just don't want you to gamble with. So this parlay, it's singing to me, but I guess, do I keep the Jets separate? Do I keep the Jets separate? Keep them separate. Keep it separate, right? Don't do it. Because that was like an emotional play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. This parlay pays 25
1: to 1. Ooh, a 25 to 1. Tell the people.
0: Are you ready? I got Bears plus 3.5. I got Steelers plus 3. I've got Titans money line. I've got Jags plus three. I've got Saints money line. And I have the Buffalo Bills over the Cowboys. Guess what? We didn't talk about that on the show. <laughs> and I saved it on purpose, everybody. Buffalo Bills, I have them on the money line. It pays 25 to 1. There's the parlay for you. Stay strong, stay hot. And ladies and gentlemen, be careful. I didn't love the slate this week. I don't want you to get hurt. Eagles fans, rejoice. I'm not betting against you. (laughs) Goodbye.